this new DraftKings story. Um, if you remember last year, they had they got themselves into a little bit of trouble because one of the guys, um, one of the guys that worked for DraftKings leaked information last year, leaked some information, and then used that same information that he leaked to go win like three hundred and some odd thousand dollars. Uh, $350,000 on FanDuel. Right. And then all hell broke loose, and everybody started investigating DraftKings and FanDuel, and is it fair, is it gambling, is it this, is it that? You know, and in New York, they, they, they banned it, and then a couple of months ago, I guess somebody at, at DraftKings and FanDuel must have wrote a check, and all of a sudden it became legal again. Mm-hmm. So then week two, the headline is, DraftKings contractor won over a million dollars playing DraftKings yesterday. So I'll... And I... And, uh, well, let me just read it to you. Guy's name is uh, the guy's Ow. name is Al Zeidenfeld. <laughs> Stephon Diggs had a fantastic game last night, torching the Green Bay Packers and helping his team win uh, in the first game at the new stadium. His nine catches, 182 yards with a touchdown, also played a key role in securing Al Zeidenfeld first place in DraftKings' biggest contest of the weekend, the NFL five million dollar fantasy football millionaire. That's a $1 million prize even before his other week two entries. Zeidenfeld is a uh, professional da- daily fantasy sports player who's become famous enough to get profiled by Maxim Magazine. Uh, he'd never won the big one before, according to a uh, rather subdued Periscope stream he put up after the game. Zeidenfeld uh, is also a regular daily fantasy sports contributor to ESPN and, in his words, a, quote, sponsored professional daily fantasy sports player at DraftKings.com, on-air personality and content provider for DraftKings TV, and brand ambassador and endorser for DraftKings. It's at least curious that the winner of DraftKings' flagship contest is someone paid to give advice to competitors, um, but is also taking money from DraftKings. I'm just saying... I have no idea if anything illegal happened. Right. It's quite possible that it didn't. Mm-hmm. But it, after coming off of what happened last year, it doesn't look good that in week two, somebody who takes a check from DraftKings wins a million dollars from one of their contests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look good, but it's not a problem if it doesn't become like a thing where one of their guys wins frequently or a bunch of their guys and and one at, and one each wins frequently you know because well, then you have to suspect frequency, that there if, might be a problem if he wasn't winning frequently why would he be a paid endorser and mm-hmm. or he calls himself a a professional daily fantasy sports player right there's okay? plenty of them around so he's got to earn a substantial amount of money mm-hmm. to con- be considered a professional he at does the it sport, as a full-time right? job right do you think and i don't know this for sure because i've never done DraftKings or FanDuel. But do you think that they, when you're in a, in a game against a, quote, professional like this guy Al Zeidenfeld, do they flag them so you know you're playing against professionals? Oh, I don't know if they do that. The poker sites do it so you know when you're playing against a professional because uh, the sites like Poker Stars has professional endorsers. Correct. Some of them are poker players. Some are soccer players, uh, tennis players, things like that. But you know who they are, so you know they are um, they are professionals. They're called like team professionals. So they have another name for the ones who aren't really pros. Mm-hmm. But you know who they are, and they can win tournaments. And in fact, uh, their uh, poker buy-ins, their money for certain tournaments, are paid for by poker stars. So they'll pay for them to play 
uh, an in-person PokerStars tournament. I, I think they also give them a bank account to play on PokerStars, and they require them to play online. So if this guy, and they're, so they're contractors, right? So this guy's a contractor. Mm -hmm. So I kind of get it that he's a, he's a good player. And they're like, listen, we want you to represent us. Right. Like with the video game guys, you Let know, me ask you a question. certain people, they want to represent them. So they pay them to wear the patch when they're on TV or in interviews or whatever. Right. And represent them because they're credible and they're really good at what they do. How do you think it looks that somebody who takes a paycheck from DraftKings just mm -hmm. won a million dollars playing against people like you and me? How do you think it looks? Yeah, I, right? so after their past troubles, when, in, a, in a vacuum, it's not a, it's a not problem good. as long as if, everything's listen, on the up and up if, and the guy's got skills. If they didn't get questioned last year about it, mm -hmm. they'd get questioned today about it. Yeah. It would come up. Because what happens when we do our contests, right, when we do any of the contests right. we do on the radio stations, right, mm -hmm. are clients of ours allowed to play? No, no, no. No, because what no. would happen if they won? And my wife can't play and we can't what, play. What would happen if they won? Appearance of impropriety. Exactly. Right. So what's happening here? Well. Same thing. It, Same thing. They could, This guy takes a check from DraftKings. Right. If you want to take a, a check from DraftKings, they shouldn't let him play. Go play on FanDuel or go play on other. But the only reason he gets a check is because he's a pro on DraftKings and he, he endorses the site. He's like, this is where I play and people know who he is. And people follow his picks. Again, I'm so not that, saying... So they're like, that, that's how DraftKings gets people to play there is through him. I'm not saying... You know I, mean? I don't... I have a clue if this guy had information he shouldn't have had or anything right. like that. I have no idea. I would probably say no. Yeah, he probably didn't. It's probably on the up and up. It looks really bad. It looks really bad. It yes. does. See, I don't see it as any different than any other celebrity endorser. How do you get to endorse that? You use the product. And that's just that's just how it is. He happened to win this one. Do you think that Peyton Manning is allowed to play any contests done by DirecTV? Uh, I, I don't know. Probably I guess not, not, right? I guess, I guess not. No, yeah. do you think he's yeah. allowed to do any contests? But he's not a professional DirecTV guy. He most certainly is. He gets, he's a paid endorser a, by DirecTV. Yeah, but I mean, like, he is a but paid this is what this guy does. He is a paid endorser. He, yeah. he, he says here, he's mm -hmm. a paid endorser for DraftKings. Yeah, I get it. But how much credibility would Peyton Manning have if it was a football-related thing, but he wasn't allowed to play football because he was getting money from football. Like, what are you talking th about? The only way this guy has credibility is by playing on DraftKings. What I'm That's saying, why he gets but, paid is because he's a he's good at but it. But what I'm saying is, if so you're it taking, sense to pull it out. if you're taking, it does make sense to pull it out. If let's just say Directv is doing a a, fan, a, a football a Super Bowl flyaway, and if you have Directv, you can sign up on the website and mm -hmm. do it. And Peyton Manning wins it. Mm -hmm. How's that going to look? Well, of course, it's going to look horrible. Bad. So this, because he gets paid but, by Directv, this guy gets paid by DraftKings. But the analogy's wrong. The analogy's not wrong. Yes, Peyton Manning. He's a paid in, they're both paid endorsers. Right. Let Peyton Manning endorse a football throwing competition with the De for the Denver Broncos because that's who he used to play for. You know what I mean? Something like that. And let him enter it. That's a problem. Well, now you know, but, but at but least the, people, the other people involved would know they're playing against the pro. But if you know pro. he's there or if he's a, a, a sponsor, like, that's where his credibility from. If you if you, comes from. If you take away this guy's ability to play fantasy sports or Peyton Manning's ability to play football, they have no credit. There's nothing there. That's why they are who they are. He, what I'm saying is he shouldn't be able to take so, a paycheck and play in the same place. Go play against competitors. But you're taking a paycheck as an endorser. Yeah, but you can't endorse DraftKings and play a FanDuel. Of course. You don't think he plays at FanDuel? Of course he does. Do he it. plays at all. He's a, professional, would... he's a professional daily fantasy mm -hmm. sports player. He's playing all over the place. If they don't restrict him, they might.
There's because no why would you let? Why would anybody? Why would I pay you to go play at my competitor's site? No, they're paying him to wear the patch on when he does TV right. on ESPN and, right. and and DraftKings TV. That's what they're paying for. Right. Of course he's and playing. And for advice and picks, he also he right. likes they some pay, of the players pay, they he They Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning, Shaquille O'Neal to drive Buicks. You think they only have Buicks in the driveway? Yeah, but it's... No way! It's a different thing. It's this is what different. this guy uses. It's not different. Black and Decker... He uses uh, all of them. Chevy doesn't pay a race car driver to drive a Chevy and say, go drive a Ford. Ever. This would never happen. This can't happen with this guy either. I'll bet you. Uh, you I'll play DraftKings so well. I'll, I'm paying you to play DraftKings. So you're telling me this guy became a professional daily fantasy sports player mm-hmm. by only playing DraftKings? No, no, he may way. have become playing everything, but maybe now they've they own him. I'll bet against. Or I'll bet you thousand dollars. But maybe they don't. What I'm saying is that that's where his credibility comes from. You're saying he can't play DraftKings, which takes away. So then, why would they sponsor him? They should he, sponsor. That's what he's no, sponsoring. they're sponsoring him make sense to, to go when he goes on these television shows, like when he's providing content for ESPN as right. a professional daily okay. fantasy sports. But you're player, saying he shouldn't play on DraftKings. I'm saying you're right. He shouldn't play on DraftKings because he takes a paycheck from him. Jeff on line one. What's up, Jeff? Hi. How you doing? What's uh, up, man? I was just actually listening to Al's uh, podcast um, and just finished it and turned on um, the radio to hear you guys huh. and was surprised you guys were. Um, kind of speculating that it was a bit shady. Um, I, I just said, all I said, Jeff, uh, hold on, Jeff. All I said is he probably didn't have any information that nobody else could have got. All I'm saying is after last year, it and it's only week two, it looks really bad. So what do you think, Jeff? Well, I, I'm a professional uh, daily fantasy player also. I almost cool. had a six-figure score myself last year and almost did uh, – well really well this week also but um i get your point that it looks shady but this guy is like a fantasy geek he plays baseball you know every sport that dfs involves um he he's got his his fingers in and um he didn't get lucky to win he he he, go on no got you finish i apologize but he uh he actually made they yeah um DraftKings allows you to swap out players, and what won him the million was he had Eddie Lacy uh, in the late game, and he swapped him out for Diggs, and Diggs mm. ended up blowing up, and so he was very lucky. But that, my my point is, is that he, he's a professional, and even though he's sponsored by DraftKings or FanDuel, um, he still has the right to play, and he got lucky, and he he that's his job, and he has knowledge, but you have to apply that knowledge and hope you, you know, get all your ducks in a row that week, and he right. did. For instance, a lot of the uh, ESPN analysis play, they, they talk about their, their lineup Sunday morning, and it's very easy for um, somebody on ESPN to win. Um, would that be look shady? I, I mean, I just uh, hate to see the industry get sort Some, of Yeah, but at, somebody who works for ESPN... That's not taking a paycheck from FanDuel or DraftKings. It's fine. That's fine. Well, I, I, I see your point, but he, just because he's sponsored by DraftKings or he, I don't even think he's employed by them. He just right. writes up a column and does a podcast. Right. For he them. gets a paycheck from them, right? He's an outside contractor. Right. He's a contractor. Well, but I, mean, he gets I could the, be getting a paycheck from them hopefully but you one don't. day. You know, but right, but right now you don't. Be a lot of play. No, but don't, let me ask you, I mean, let me ask you this question. Jeff, let me ask you this question. Does he play across multiple platforms? I don't know him personally, but I'm sure he does play on mm-hmm. FanDuel as well. There's, there's no yeah. way he's only playing on DraftKings. Right, right. Okay. 
But still, that doesn't make him... I don't see anything wrong with him uh, playing on DraftKings and just putting out a podcast. He's a knowledgeable guy, and uh, a lot of those guys that do podcasts in the industry play. Again, ESPN, I mean... Do you think this, Jeff? Do you think the people that run DraftKings right now are happy about today? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's shady at all, which is why I called in. You're crazy. There's no way they wanted to deal with something like this again so soon. Week two? Well, I'm glad you guys were talking about it on the radio, which is why I called in again, because after, like you said, a, a year ago with this scandal, which was the week I almost had a six-figure score, I mean, it, I guess it looks bad, which I was pretty uh, surprised that you guys were talking about it. But mm-hmm. um, Jeff, how many people, how many players did he have to beat? Uh, there's approximately 200,000 in the uh, Millie Maker. That's insane. But it's quite, it's not as hard as you think it is, honestly. As long as you're doing the research that the pros are doing, and if you followed his podcast or went to his website Mm -hmm. this week and read the players that he posted, you you or I or my grandmother could have easily won the million. So he posted exactly who he was playing or posted some of who he was playing? He posted some. He did not post Stephon Diggs. He does not not post his lineup, obviously, because someone will copy it, but he posts, like, the core four or five players he likes and gives you a variety of like eight, ten other players that wow. should have a good week. Right. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That makes sense. Then so you got to pick out of all the players and listen to who he's playing. He kind of got lucky, but he he's a professional, and professionals like us, you know, yeah, if DraftKings paid me to do a podcast or write a column, I mean, I guess it would look shady, but it's just it's just uh, sharp guys, the sharks, yeah. uh, eating right. up the fish. I mean... That's yeah, exactly right. By them, but I don't think it, they should. I don't think it should look shady. But that's just my opinion. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. It's funny he said the word sharks at the end of this article mm-hmm. on Deadspin. It says daily fantasy is dominated by sharks who pull in an incredible majority of the money made in DF and daily fantasy sports. Is the Wall Street Journal reported that 1.3 percent of the players in the first half of the 2015 Major League Baseball season won 91% of the money. Right. 1.3% of the players won 91% of the money. In online poker, it's not nearly, it's no way is it that spread. It's the money is spread around much more. There's much more of a chance of an unknown winning, I guess, than in uh, fantasy sports. Right. That's what it sounds like. Right. You know, it sounds like the pros here really have such a huge edge. Because you need the cards. You know, you need to get. Yeah, the, you, you need, need not to get, get bad luck. But but in fantasy, you need not to get the bad luck of your guys. Uh, the guy getting hurt, you know, whatever it is. I mean, how many guys got had bad luck last year? Uh, Adrian Peterson, wh- whoever the guy was, I got hurt today. You know, no matter how much you know, you can't predict something happening in the middle of a game and screwing you up. Right. You know. Hey, uh, Anthony online, uh, Chris online too. What's up, Chris? Hey guys, what's happening? Oh, Love the show. Um, hey, hey Chris. So Roger, I, I think you were on the right track as far as the analogy was being mm-hmm. a, li- a little off. Uh, and I, I think closer would be like if, if Peyton Manning represented DirecTV and then went and opened his own cable company. Now you're you're more in line with what these other guys are doing. Hmm. You know, the the guys that work for Poker Stars, that's their business. Right. Poker is their business, and that's what they're engaging in. Right. And I think as as a consumer going into that, you got to kind of know to some extent those those guys are playing in there. Oh yeah, they're, they're very open about drafting. it. Right. You can't miss it. I think it's it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different when you look at it that way. I don't, but that I don't, was a crazy stat you just dropped on us. No that, kidding. That's silly, Which one, man. the 1.3? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, that's and I want to know, you know what? Do you play? You know what? God, I should have asked that guy, Jeff. 
Do you play daily fantasy sports or no? I, I'm I'm kind of looking at it. You know, I do some I wanna know. with some friends for fun, and, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty good at it, but I'm not a, I'm not a serious gambler. You know, I work hard for my money. I like right, that's right. Hey, thanks, Chris. We got we got a break. Right. Um, when we come back, I want to get to some of these calls because what I want to know is, does DraftKings and FanDuel flag their professionals? So if I'm right. in a game, mm-hmm. I know I'm against professionals. Right. As long and as I, you know. And I have the option to stay in that game right. or opt out. Right. If because he's on the list of other be- players in the game and there's a DraftKings logo next to him, you know he's a sponsor pro. That's the way to do it. I don't think there's any question about it. That's the way to do it. We're just talking about the uh, paid contractor for DraftKings. This guy is sponsored by uh, DraftKings. You know, he does blogs and advice on fantasy sports and stuff, and he just won the million dollars this past week. And so, uh, I mean, it's a good question because DraftKings, is, they've had problems, and so has FanDuel. But as far as shadiness, you know, it just looks... Uh, a little inappropriate. Looks and that's all. An I'm appearance saying. of impropriety. That's all I'm saying. I, I can tell you that the executives from DraftKings did not want to have to deal with this. Right. They didn't want to have to deal with it. They yeah. know it's sitting there because they allow the people that they, you know, yeah. they paid to endorse their site. One other upside. What? At least he does like that. Last caller mentioned. You know, he does like a blog or something, and he mentions his pay and a, and a podcast, and he mentions like players to watch. Yeah, he didn't mention like the, he didn't mention the, the ones that were responsible for winning him a million dollars. Well, how many didn't you have to pick, like, at, at least uh, six players? I, I mean, I had to pick a bunch of players. Like, I, I, you're not going to lay all your cards on the table, but the fact that there's at least a way to check, like, if all his players are picked, there wasn't a, a chance any of those were on his team. Like, you got to wonder where his team came from then, you know? But at least there's some way to, like, a couple days before, he's mentioning his players, and they were on his team, and he won, and he was up against 200,000 people, and you can't argue the stats. You know, as long as nobody's feeding him information, that's the whole thing, right? You can't argue. If nobody inside is feeding this outside contractor information. You can't argue that stat I just legit. you. That 1.3% of the players the first half of the Major yeah. League Baseball season won 91% of the money. Let me say that one more time. Yeah, no, that's true. 1.3% of the players won that. 91% of the money. Yep, that's because they have teams of people. They do their research. They pay people to do research. I know poker players, that's what they do during the week. They are professional daily fantasy players because the edge is so big, they can make so much money. That that one point they want to they'll be in that one point five percent because there's so much money to be made against all the fish. It's way better. It's more profitable than poker. So a lot of them are doing it right now. They'll right. do whatever it is to be profitable. My question is, uh, you know, Eddie on Eddie on line five. What's up, Eddie? Hey, Roger. Hey, JP. Thanks for taking my call. What's up, Eddie? Yeah, I mean, hey. The question is to what Roger is saying is because he's getting a paycheck from DraftKings, is that giving him an unfair advantage? Is he getting any additional information? If the answer is no, then it just, it's exactly what it is. There's just some guys who are a lot better than everybody else, and anybody else who doesn't like it, basically, they're just kind of whining about it. And right. for those guys who are putting the effort in to get the return. Right. My question is this, though. Do they, do you know, do you play these sports or no? I don't. Okay. My qu- then you're not going to be able to answer my question. I want to know if when you're in a game against other people, do they mark the professionals? Lamar on Twitter says they do put stars on their names if they're experts on DraftKings. Okay. Yeah, I did, I, I did hear you answer that before, and I did have a friend who said that they do mark a level at which they're at. So you do go in with some knowledge of who you're playing against. Yeah, you're yeah, exactly. Poker sites and everything else. That's the right way to do it. Hey, thanks, Eddie. You know, I think I just come from it from the like you know from the radio perspective. If how it looks, yeah, it looks bad. Mm. It looks bad. I think, you know, if we were doing a big contest or we were, we were doing a big game, 
Uh, and, you know, like when we do Manuary and we give away those trips to Vegas, mm -hmm. you know, if somebody who knows me is allowed to play and they win, even if I didn't help them, it sure doesn't look good. That's and true. nobody's going to want to have to defend it. Right, because the thing we have on the line is our license to do this business, which is the license well, so that allows they. you to make money. So they, look and, how, right, look so how you got to know. Look how close DraftKings came to not being able to operate in how many states. Right. No, that, that's true. I mean, they're so close to, you know, it's a gambling. This is a, a business. That's right. a that's a gambling business, so you'd think there'd business be more distance. But if it's a clean thing there, there's definitely precedent for it, you know? Hey, uh, Paul on line three. What's up, Paul? Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about that 1.3% of the people winning. Mm -hmm. There's also like 90% of those, the money into those pools are the professionals. So you're not really getting a true figure there. Mm. I listen. So, I didn't. I'm, I was just reporting on what came from the Wall Street Journal. Right. I understand what you're. I'm just trying to enlighten you on how it works. Like Rogers. Rogers talking about the poker tournaments and how it's more likely an unknown would win a poker tournament. Roger might think that differently if he was able to enter the same exact tournament 20 times. If he had 20 entries right. into that same poker tournament. Right. So I see what he you're would, saying. So the pros say, money. In the yes. Is making up the pot. Is bigger the pot. So, yeah. like, if I play FanDuel and I have 10 entries, the, they're, I, might, I might be going against pros that have 1,000 entries. Right. You're totally you know right. I mean? so, so they're more likely to win. Not only are they smarter at what they're doing than I am, they have a bigger piece of, of the pie. Absolutely You right. know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Totally right. So that course, makes complete sense. So, of course, there's only 1.3% winning because they have 90% of the action. Right. And you can't take just you know their I mean? winnings as the number. That's not their profit. That's... The winnings you see up right. top, but then how much did they spend? Subtract that. Now you got their profit. So there's something else. That it's the same right. way as with poker. Same thing. And it's, so you know you can have winnings, but you can be losing. But he's right. But but you made a good point. With poker, he could th th that player can only have one spot in that tournament. Right. Usually, right. Or you right. revive it. You'll so never have twenty at the same time. That an unknown is going to win. Yeah. Right, hey, right thank, on. Thanks, right. Paul. Thank you. Salem on line two. Hey. Um. I, I I think it's all right just because it's not like a uh, like a radio thing. Uh, it's an online thing. I play uh, online games and stuff, not sports related. But uh, uh, I was mentioning like the pro teams and stuff like that. They sell things in game and stuff like that, and then they go to the world tournaments and stuff like that, and they make all that money. And mm -hmm. Then they're making money in the games, and then they're making money on streams and everything else. I just don't see how any of that's different. Right. So the, the uh, Call of Duty guys or whatever, they, 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 could, yeah. they could even sponsor, Call of Duty could even sponsor them even though they're playing their game or whatever it is. Exactly. So yeah. like they'll have the division thingy next to them when they're playing online and people are watching them like a TV show. Yeah, yeah. And I don't see how that's any different because they're still making money on it. And like, I mean, it might be a little different because you got things like uh, stats and stuff, but mm -hmm. I, I don't see a difference in it. As long as your video game guys aren't getting some sort of weapons or whatever that's exclusive to them, which would be analogous to this guy getting info from DraftKings, then yeah. you're good. Exactly. You gotta, if, you, exactly. if you trust it, if there's trust and there's no proof there's any problems, then everybody's good. The problem is DraftKings a year ago. That's exactly. the problem. And, and, and again, from the very start of this conversation, I'll reiterate, I never said that what this guy did that this guy did anything illegal or wrong or had information. I'm just saying it doesn't look good. Yeah. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. Especially coming off of what happened last year, it doesn't you look should, good. If he could have waited a few weeks, I'm sure they'd be happier. Yeah. We'll take one more call, and then we got to break. <laughs> Derek on line one. What's up, Derek? 
Hey, guys. Thanks, thanks for taking my call. Um, hey. I would just want to say, when I played poker back before Bush shut the whole thing down, I enjoyed playing against better players, against professionals, yeah. because when I lose, I learn, and it makes me a better poker player. So I would much rather play somebody that knows what they're doing so that I can learn from them. That way I can, uh, you know, become a better player. Right. That's how you get done, better in sports, too. Yeah, I've never done uh, fantasy anything, but I'm, I'm starting to consider it now that you guys have touched on it. Yeah, but, good uh, luck. I mean, I <laughs> played, like, over a million hands online, and I won a, a heads-up tournament and got to play Daniel Negron in heads-up, and I beat him. Good for you. And it's, it was from playing against very good players that play properly. They don't just donk around. And I, I think this uh, FanDuel thing is pretty cool. So well, good luck I, if you I'm go in. I'm glad you guys touched on this. Right yeah, on. good luck. Thanks, man. Right, Just thanks. everybody know, go in with your eyes open. I, I mean, Jeff had a good point. The professionals are putting in a thousand lineups. You're putting in two. That's like the third <laughs> time Daniel Negrano came up in one conversation. Yeah, he's the most well-known poker pro, and uh, sponsors uh, is sponsored by Poker Stars, and he plays in their tournaments, and uh, all legit. As long as there's trust and everything's on the up and up, everybody's good.